Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I just want my girlfriend back. Well, I've got a guy, young dude, 20 years old, he's in the Marine Corps, and met, at least up until this point, the love of his life last summer in July. Everything was magical. There were fireworks and orchestras and all that shit going on when he met her, and it was just like the seas parted and all those amazing things and butterflies and then two months later he got deployed for about seven months so he spent a lot of time chatting with his girlfriend on FaceTime and then after he came back from deployment things haven't been going very well at all and there's no sexy time happening so and now she's saying she wants space and he's scratching his head going what the fuck I come back you're all over me when I'm over there and now I'm back it's you don't even want to lay a hand on me so I got a quote that I wrote on this topic, and then we're gonna go through his email to give him some tips on what he should be doing to reattract his girlfriend. And the quote says, relationships are designed to help us grow, become more, and reach our full potential together. Life is our relationships with other people. Great relationships celebrate and encourage the freedom of each member to be who they really are with encouragement instead of judgment. People who make you feel free to be and express who you are help you expand. Those who judge and try to diminish you make you feel like you are losing your freedom and contracting. Surround yourself with like-minded teammates who share the same goals and values in life. Together you will meet other like-minded friends and lovers to achieve your outcomes together. People who like the same things tend to like each other and automatically attract other like-minded people. If you can't find what you're looking for, create what you want to be a part of and the right people will find you. So with that said, let's jump right into his email. Hi, Mr. Wayne. My name is Bob. Not really Bob, but Bob for the purposes of this video to protect the identity of the innocent. My name is Bob and I'm a 20-year-old United States Marine. Semper Fi Marine, thank you for your service, by the way. My girlfriend and me have been together since July of 2016, and we quickly grew very close to each other and fell in love. I left for deployment in early September for seven months. Everything went great the whole deployment. We loved and missed each other and would FaceTime almost every day and talk about our day and how much she wishes me to come back. Well, it's important when you're away on deployment like that, that again, the ratio should be, she should be pursuing you more. And ideally you should think of FaceTime as making dates during the week, one, two, three dates during the week where you can have like a date where you can really be into each other. Because if you're talking all the time and you're texting all the time, I don't know how much time you have. Maybe you're on a base, maybe you're out on patrol, but at the end of the day, if you're spending time talking every single day about every single detail for hours on end, there's really no time to miss each other. There's no time to really appreciate the distance between the two of you. And a lot of guys get themselves into trouble with calling and texting and FaceTiming too much. And what happens is with women, women are kind of like cats from that perspective. When you spend a lot of time together and you talk a lot, they just get real familiar with her and they tend to get a little bit bored and it's subtle and it happens slowly and you don't really notice it but what happens is she's less enthusiastic she has less things to talk about 
She typically is not as focused as she normally would be. And that's why it's so important, I talk about this in my book, that the guy really never needs to do more than 20 to 30% of the calling, texting, and pursuing in the beginning. And once you're in a relationship, it's very rare, especially if she's calling or texting you a couple times a day. So like if you're in this case and you're deployed, WhatsApp, Facebook, Messenger, and think of the FaceTime dates as kind of like a dinner date, going out on a date. Maybe even having dinner together where you can have a real date, and that way you can save your conversation for when you're face-to-face, and that way she's got something to look forward to. She's got some sexual anticipation, just like when you're in town. She's Even if you're at work during the day and you see each other at night for a date, you got time away from one another. And so the idea is you kind of want to maintain that mystery, that that sexual anticipation that builds up because scarcity creates value. And too much of anything as a human being, we all know this, too much chocolate cake, too much ice cream, too much weed, too much booze, too much whatever makes us feel like shit. So anything that we do to excess, we tend to not appreciate it. Same thing as why parents don't go take their kids to the toy store whenever the kids want a new toy and just buy them whatever the fuck they want in the store. Pretty After a while, the kid gets to the point where he doesn't appreciate anything. But if you give them a few toys, a few gifts here and there throughout the year, and they have to wait and think about them and prioritize and decide what's most important they really want next, when you do give them something, they'll really appreciate and really value it. Same premise why you don't send them fucking flowers every single day. First or second time is great, but by the 15th or 20th time, it's kind of meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. It kind of has the value of basically a fart because usually those are pretty much in abundant supply with most people. So back to the email. So they're FaceTiming every day. She was missing him, wishing, I can't wait till you're back. And then so he says, I get back from deployment almost a month ago, and she's had a very hard time adjusting to me being back. We haven't even had sex since we've been back. Well, that fucking really sucks. That's definitely the result of over-pursuing, getting too familiar, not hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. Your job as a man is to create an opportunity for sex to happen, not to be your pal, not to be her therapist, And a lot of guys fall in the trap of talking and FaceTiming every day where it becomes more platonic and there's no distance. There's no time for any sexual anticipation to build up because you're always calling and texting. And with most guys, when that happens slowly over time, the woman starts backing away and it starts out in the beginning where the woman's calling and texting all the time. But as the weeks and the months go by, the woman starts initiating less and less and the guy starts to notice it so he starts to think like most guys think which is I have to do something because these guys are driven to achieve and accomplish and break through barriers and take action so we mistakenly fall under the illusion of action and we start doing too much so as she starts backing off because she's gotten a little bored in essence just like a cat would the guy thinks I have to do more, so he starts calling and texting more. And then after several months have gone by, I went from the woman doing almost all of the initiating to the guys doing 100% of the initiating, and the power completely flips. So he goes away, he's his masculine, mysterious presence, and then while he's away, he in essence becomes the woman. And then therefore, when you get back, the sexual polarity is all screwed up because you went from this mysterious, sexy, unknown quantity to this guy that... She's kind of bored with kind of like 
a brother almost. It's really important. I mean, it literally, when you get out, uh, for, when a guy gets out of his masculine and into his feminine, the sexual polarity and attraction it, it evaporates instantly. And it doesn't matter. Straight relationships are this way. Gay relationships are this way. And lesbian relationships are this way. There's always somebody that's a dominant masculine essence, and there's always somebody that's a dominant feminine essence in every relationship where there is a strong sexual polarity. And when one or both of the people get out of their natural sexual polarity, it turns into a platonic friendship. And that's basically what's happened in your case. Is she's become too familiar, and as you'll see in a second, he's done a few things, made a few mistakes that have turned her off even more. So we're approaching the danger Will Robinson mode. He says, I recently messed up very badly and ended up having a meltdown on a night that should have been a very fun night, but I ended up ruining her night. Well, I don't know what you did, dude, but no bueno. You're supposed to be the fun escape from her dull, boring life. Not be bringing more drama into it or being like another one of her child, children or pets that she's got to take care of. You're supposed to be the rock, the mountain. You are, after all, fucking devil dog. Come on, Marine. She eventually admitted to me that she loves me, but right now she's not in love with me. Scarcity creates value, so in other words, she's had too much of a good thing. She's eaten too much sugar and too much candy, and now she's sick of it and doesn't want it. Which was very hard to hear. Yeah, it's like a swift kick to your balls. I think I did a video or an article years ago called A Swift Kick to Your Balls. That's what it's like. You're missing her, you expect to see her and come back home and get your freak on. And she's like, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. I got my chastity belt on and you ain't getting none. We're hoping with time and space that things can go back to the way they were before I left. But I don't have much time because I'm leaving again late May for possibly four months. That is the reality of being in the military these days. You're going to have lots of fucking deployments and lots of fucking shit going on in the world. The reason for her not being able to adjust to me being back is because her dad walked out at a very young age and she is used to people leaving her life and not coming back. Well, that sounds like a great, logical, rational excuse that she gave you. And there, maybe she's totally screwed up and has, has issues with that, but at the end of the day, it's not your job to fix her. You're supposed to be her lover, not her platonic friend or her gay male girlfriend. You're supposed to be the fun guy. You're supposed to be the escape. You're supposed to create the opportunity for sex to happen. The greatest gift that you can give anybody is a gift of your time, and the way she's acting is like your time is fucking useless. Therefore, she gets the gift of, get, of missing you because she hasn't been treating you properly. If a woman treats you properly, she gets more of your time. And if she doesn't, she gets the gift of missing you. So she got used to me being gone and used to our relationship being over FaceTime. You just got too, too familiar with each other. And you, like I said, the power probably flipped at some point because after doing thousands and thousands of these phone sessions over the years with clients, 99.99% of the time that's what always happens. So without you even telling me, that's obviously what happened because all I have to do is look how she's showing up. You were the love of her life when you left and when you come back, she's like, eh, eh, I'm busy. I got better things to do. Now that I'm back, her brain is confused as to why I'm back. 
I'd say it's just she's low attraction. In other words, you talk to her too much, and you probably talked her out of liking you. And especially whatever the drama was that you caused, that didn't fucking help. That's like throwing a hand grenade right in your relationship. So you were the victim of some friendly fire there, my friend. Self-inflicted. I really don't understand it, but I try my best to be patient with her and give her space. I really try my best, but I... He didn't say this, but that statement, I really don't understand it. I don't know what I'm doing, in other words. But I try my best to be patient, in other words, but I'm not usually patient. So you're losing your shit, and you become like the monkey throwing feces and jizz at the other person in the zoo. As a matter of fact, I post, I might have shared this in another video, but there was a monkey about two weeks ago that was like freaking out, jumping up and down, and pooped in his hand, he just whoosh, chucked it right at the audience across the moat, hit fucking grandma right in the nose. I posted it right on my Twitter. It's a nice shot. It, the monkey definitely had some good aim. And that's basically what you did. You started throwing feces and jizz at your girlfriend and you know, got all in her hair and she fucking all ass. So I try to be patient and give her space, but it's so hard to finally be back with the love of your life and they aren't reciprocating. So obviously you're trying to force it by calling and texting too much. You definitely have become the woman in the relationship, dude. You're way over pursuing. Danger Will Robinson, you need to fucking cut that shit out. At this point, your pursuit of this woman is over forever. You definitely need to review seven principles to get an ex back. You've got to let women come to you at their own pace. And especially when a woman's pushing you away, let her do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. And then you assume she wants to see you if you hear from her, and then you make a date at your place. Since she hasn't hooked, up, hooked you up in a month, no sexy time, you are not traveling to pick her up, meet her out, or anything. If she wants to see you, she's going to have to come over to your place in the evening and you're going to make dinner together and hang out and have fun and hook up. And if she comes over three dates in a row and you hang out and have fun and hook up successfully each time, then you can take her out and pick her up and do those things. But at the end of the day, you got to let her do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing from now on. So he says, things were perfect, or so you thought. Women don't dump men that they're in love with and can't get enough with. All you got to do is look at my last two videos that I did. The ones where the guy said she's mad that I don't chase. Girl, fucking, they've been together for a year. She's all over his fucking ass. The point where she's fucking his dick totally raw. That's what women do when they're in love. When they're not in love, they don't want anything to do with your dick. It's the way it is. Things were perfect, and now it's like a night and day difference. Well, if you notice what's different, in the beginning she was obviously pursuing you, and it was her idea. And what happened was you became the woman, and you started pursuing her, and she started pushing you away. Instead of you just backing off, you started pursuing more and trying to force it and getting upset with her because she wasn't giving you what you want. Kind of threw a temper tantrum, basically. You kind of, you know, with mom in the grocery store, when you're like four or five years old and she keep, you, know, you keep throwing shit in the shopping cart and she keeps putting it back on the shelf. And eventually at some point you get pretty pissed off because mom won't let you buy five bags of candy bars and then you fucking lose your shit and have a meltdown right in Publix or the grocery store and it's just, it's a bad way to go. I have her, I have been her everything and I've treated her so well and I don't know what else to do to get her to love me again. Well, it's not about you doing anything. The idea, the key is to let her fall in love with you. You want to let her earn another chance with you, not the other way around, dude. 
But I do know that she's the only woman I want, and I will not give up on her. Well, it's not up to you. It's up. At the end of the day, relationships, it's, it's got to be the woman's idea. If it ain't her idea, if she ain't bringing it up, come on, man. What you need to do is you need to bury yourself in my book. Read the audio version for free on my website or the, the PDF version for free on my website, or you can get an audible.com version by subscribe you can get it for free actually if you subscribe to audible but read the book you got to learn the fundamentals because when you go through the book it'll really help you self-diagnose you'll be reading it and you go oh, i see how that turned her off now i see why she didn't like it now it makes sense why she said what she said and you'll be able to see everywhere you've been screwing up so you can cut that out please give me any advice you can i don't need formal coaching i just want my girlfriend back well you actually, the coaching you do need is you need to read the book 10 to 15 times. You need to stop all your pursuit of this girl and you need to wait to hear from her. When you do hear from her, make a date at your place to make dinner together in the evening. If she doesn't want to do that or tries to get you to meet her out or do something for lunch, just say, no, I've been back for a month and I'm just, I'm tired. I'm going to be deploying in another month or two and I'd really like to have a nice, quiet, romantic evening with you. If you don't want to come over and do that, then give me a call in a few weeks when you miss me and you can't can't keep your hands off me and come on over and we can make love and catch up. But this, you know, I'm not happy with the way things have been for the past month. You've been cold, you've been distant, and I'm I apologize for being a dick. You know, I've lost my shit, whatever it was that you did, and that was really inappropriate. And I'd like to make it up to you, but I don't want to meet you out for lunch. And you know, I just want to hang at my place. If you don't want to come over and do that, then give me a call in a week or two, and maybe I'll meet you out for something then. In other words, she agrees to come over to your place and make dinner together or you're going to withdraw the offer. And you're only going to ask her on two separate consecutive occasions. And if she turns you down or gives you an excuse both times, then from that point forward, it'll be, hey, it was great hearing from you, but i got to run, keep in touch after two or three minutes on the phone and after one or two or maybe three text replies max. It's always, you know, because if she's not jumping at the chance to spend time with you when you've asked her twice, even though you're letting her reach out all the time, then you're going to stop asking. And from that point forward, one of two things will happen. She'll either reach out and bring up getting together, or she'll just stop contacting you altogether. I know it's hard. I know it's probably the exact opposite of what you wanted to hear because you were looking for a plan of action. But your plan of action is to fill in your knowledge gap, and that's to learn the fundamentals by reading my book. And you can get started right now in seconds by going to my website and subscribing to the newsletter. And as a matter of fact, in the last 20 seconds of this video, there'll be a link that you can click on, whether you're on a mobile device or a desktop, that'll take you right to the sign-up page where you can put your name and your email address, and then it'll send you a link to your email, and then you can be reading it in under 60 seconds. And I will talk to you soon.